Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We return today to Matthew chapter 9, moving on to verses 35 through 38, the final verses of this chapter. Here, in these four verses, Matthew gives us some insight concerning the earthly ministry of Jesus. We are told that Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching and preaching and healing every disease and sickness. He had great compassion on the crowds of people that followed him for they were like sheep without a shepherd. He remarked to his disciples that the harvest was very great, but the workers were very few. So they were to pray to the one in charge of the harvest to send more workers into the field. Throughout this chapter, as well as through chapter 8, Matthew points out the great compassion of Jesus toward the people around him. We also need to pray that the Lord would give us a great compassion for those around us. Now, here are verses 35 through 38 of Matthew chapter 9, and they read, Jesus traveled around through all the cities and villages of that area, teaching in the Jewish synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And wherever he went, he healed people of every sort of illness. And what pity he felt for the crowds that came because of their problems and they were so great and they didn't know what to do or where to go for help. They were like sheep without shepherds. The harvest is so great and the workers are so few, he told his disciples. So pray to the one in charge of the harvesting and ask him to recruit more workers for his harvest fields Forever I'll stay by your side. 
Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Horner. God came to this planet of people in the person of Jesus, as Matthew puts it, to save his people from their sins. That's why he came. Much is involved in that redemption process. In Matthew 9.35, his disciples focus on the methods and ministry of Jesus. Matthew writes, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. Jesus' methods were teaching, preaching, and healing. The latter was to authenticate his teaching and preaching. Jesus was teaching when he took the Hebrew Scriptures and focused on what they were saying about God, about the Messiah, sin, eternity, and many other topics. The emphasis was always on truth and its immediate application. He considered the Bible as God's Word. Jesus taught much in the Jewish synagogue where he read the familiar scriptures but gave a current, fresh twist to them. He never perverted the scriptures so as to force his own meaning upon them, but when he taught, the scriptures came to life. No one in his class would ever say, that's old stuff, we've heard it all before. His teaching was fresh, and his applications were current and practical. And his interpretation was always right. That's what makes it so important to ask, how did Jesus consider the Scriptures, and how did he handle them? When Jesus proclaimed the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God, he was preaching. He was proclaiming to people the truth of the kingdom and God's rule, and he challenged his people to embrace it. God is on his throne. His third method was healing. This he did, of course, to alleviate human suffering, but more than that, he healed to authenticate his teaching and preaching. The healings, the raisings from the dead, and the casting out of demons confirmed that what he said was true, and it demonstrated that he had the power necessary to be King Messiah. Everything that might hinder the kingdom must be removed, so he healed. Sickness did not belong to his final kingdom. It would limit his rule, and nothing was to limit this king's rule. The miracles, then, should not be looked at as superseding the law, but as a restoration and fulfillment of the law. By healing, Jesus did not interfere with the law, but he restored it to its proper function. Jesus' method to teach, preach, and heal. That's chapter 9, verse 35. Having stated his methods, Matthew writes, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. The reason for the teaching, preaching, and healing of Jesus was crucial 
because his people were like sheep without a shepherd. That's how Jesus saw the crowd. They were his people, but they were being harassed and they were helpless. Their shepherds were not doing their job. Evidently, they failed to teach truth. The Pharisees and the scribes knew their scriptures, but they didn't know the truth of the scriptures. They missed the center, the point of the whole. They focused on the trees and missed the forest. They were so concerned about the details of the scriptures that they missed the Lord of the scriptures. My wife and I heard a preacher a few Sundays ago, and he reminded me of these non-shepherds. He spoke all around the truth, but never zeroed in on it. He told us of a man in the last moments of his life. He had been extremely afraid. This preacher, instead of explaining the gospel and inviting him to receive Jesus' life as a free gift, simply said, Don't be afraid. Jesus and your relatives are on the other side, and they will be there to greet you. Those words did nothing to calm that man's fears. He was still under the terrible burden of his unforgiven sin. There was no comfort in those preachers' words. Jesus saw that crowd without caring, truthful shepherds, and he had compassion on them, Matthew writes. Spiritual leaders have an enormous weight of responsibility on their shoulders, not only to know the truth and be certain of it, but also to share it with compassion. I would sooner have a spiritual leader who knew the truth but was short on compassion than to a spiritual leader who had great compassion but didn't know the truth, especially the truth of the gospel. Spiritual leaders must have both. The people in this crowd had neither, and besides that, they were being harassed or bullied, perhaps by the teachers of the law. As Jesus looked over this shepherdless, harassed, hopeless crowd, he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. A great many workers were needed to bring in the harvest. The crowd was ripe and ready to respond, but there were too few to harvest. The Lord who is harvesting needed help. The crop was plentiful, but needed were harvesters. I can't help but believe that Jesus' words go far beyond that crowd. Perhaps he saw the world as shepherdless, with so few who were speaking truth with compassion. If only more would respond to his call, multitudes would respond to the gospel. The crowd was ready and the spiritual leaders were so few, so the people didn't know. The multitudes of the world are looking for spiritual truth. They are ready to respond, but they are too few to share it with compassion. Pray. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field.
Sports News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.